right, you all, welcome back to the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I'm your host, CL The Source. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode. And today I got a special guest with me all the way from Jersey. Man, this man right here, uh, we connected on Instagram. I think I just came across one of his posts um, talking about collabing on his podcast. And then we got to wrap in, just kind of, you know, getting to know each other a little bit. And then we, you know, situated all the logistics. And here we are on January, what is it today, the 28th of 2022, and I'm sitting here with my man, Trev Smooth. Trev Smooth, what's good, my dude? Hey, what's happening, man? Everything is good, man. I appreciate you having me come through here and, um, you know, be able to explain a little bit what's up with Smooth and everything. I I definitely appreciate that. Um, Shout out to reaching out, man. And just so you know, it's all about the hashtags. That's how he found me. So <laughs> make sure y'all work on those hashtags. And, you know, you're going to run into the right people sometimes who are looking for, you know, things like you. And you might find some like-minded people. Definitely, definitely. And Trev, man, I want to thank you for being on here as well, man. And uh, prior to recording, man, I just I let you know personally that I, I, in preparation of this, man, I took a look at a lot of your work, man, from your series <sighs> that you had. I think it was a couple years back called 95. 95 uh south it's 95 series 95 series there we go there yeah. we go I, I watched that i watched a couple of your uh your podcast I, I skimmed through your instagram and i really like what you've been really promoting on your on some of the tweets that you've kind of reposted on your instagram lately man it seems like a oh lot okay of, okay okay a lot of a lot of really good uplifting type of stuff that any anybody could use you know what i'm saying any like very valuable information i think i saw one where it said that you didn't you this was like the first time in however long that you actually didn't get drunk on new year's and for me oh, yeah. that stood out to me because i haven't been doing that for about maybe five six years now because i kind of felt like the need to rather than roll into the new year all hungover i'd rather be clear-minded energetic yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> I'm a late bloomer, so it took me a very long time to get that. And I'm I stay on my juice game, and I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. But as far as getting blasted to where you're going to take away from your production the next day, mm. yeah, I can't do that no more. Can't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Every minute counts right now. So that's the main thing is to constantly be productive for me because the the harder I work right now, you know, the more time I have to relax later. God willing, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's extremely important. Before we kind of open that up, I'm curious, how did you kind of get to that conclusion? Because same with you, man, I'm a late bloomer myself. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really kind of start drinking. I stopped drinking and, and, you know, decided not to roll into the new year, but I feel like more recently I started to become more aware of what you just said, of just kind of the more I have being productive, the more fruits I'm going to kind of be able to bear a little later on. Like, how did you kind of draw that conclusion, man? Um, I just got a different feeling this year. And about a decade ago, I made a resolution that I would no longer make any resolutions. And for me, um, because I'm like, I should be doing something all year round, right? I, sh- I shouldn't wait till the new year to try to get in. But um, I'm not sure how much you are into like the astrology gen- like the astrology stuff or anything like that. But um, the way things are going, it's kind of set up for me in my life. And a lot of people this year, I'm a big numbers guy too. So 
that made me kind of pay attention to it, but I already just started getting feelings. Certain people who held certain positions in my life don't anymore. Certain people who were not part of it are, and different things are happening between my life, my family's life, where the stars are lining up, where I, I have a newfound energy and determination right now that I know that this is about to happen for me. And I don't care who doesn't believe it. I already know this is definitely happened. Like this year, if you talk to me 12 months from now, you'd be like, damn, how'd you know that? And I go with intuition. I've been getting bigger on intuition. Some things, if you did, the more you trust your intuition, the more it'll show you. And certain things, I don't want to get too crazy, but it, it, it runs really, really, really deep with, with intuition where I'm starting to understand things a lot more and following it and trusting it. And the more I do, the more I'm rewarded. So I just go with that. Man, that, you know what? That's not crazy at all to me. I'll be, I'll keep it a full ass buck with you right now. That relates okay, to me okay. so heavy because I mean, I'm not super into the astrology thing, but I will tell you, I do read my horoscope every day on Spotify. I okay. listen to my, I listen to my daily horoscope and it's so, it's so crazy to me that a lot of it, most oftentimes actually, whatever the message is that day, it pertains to me. So I feel like there's some bigger divine reason and similar to you, man. Like things have started to align for me too. And, I, and I'm starting to just pay okay. attention to that energy, to the signs. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And it hasn't led me astray so far, man. So I'm going to keep and following the path and that intuition that you highlighted. And that's dope, man. So I'm curious for you, man, with this intuitive kind of feeling that you get, how do you, uh, how do you constantly listen to it when there's so much noise out here? Because for me, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I struggle everywhere you go, especially in today's world. It's always so much bad news, man. So what do you do to kind of just. Well, get that well listen, with with intuition, once you um, learn to understand it a little bit, it's just don't think about anything. That first instinct that you get, you follow it. Don't think it. You already have enough rationale in your own mind to know what's crazy and what's not. You're going to get a feeling right away. As long as you. Um, have those type of responsible behaviors, you're not going to make a bad decision with your intuition. You know what I'm saying? If you have a lot of bad habits and you you make really horrible choices, maybe not, you might want to think a bit, but how I am right now, how I've trained myself, when I get that feeling, it's like, oh, and I'm talking about, it, it runs deep. Like I could be, there's certain lights that you might take and certain lights you won't. Every time I decide not to and to just go, oh, to stop without thinking about it, the cop be the first one at the um at the light on the other side waiting. Like, so he would have definitely threw the cherry zone behind me. Like, I'm talking about that deep. Something as simple as that or something as simple as following a business uh, a decision behind it. Or should I get with this person? They're going to be a good link. Are they positive? You know what I'm saying? So I follow that, particularly with people now. If you give me, if you show me a sign of who you are right away, I'm going to believe you. Because I've tried to... um help people and guide people and change people. And some people I have been able to help with their lives, but it takes a lot of time, a lot of resources and patience. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you're not going to be rewarded for it. And I'm not looking for a reward. My reward is to see that you do better. But with that, I've had a lot of betrayal and flakiness and different things. So I'm extremely careful as to who I do that with. Now, when somebody shows me some type of behavior that I understand is, is negative and I see them do something to some person 
then I know I'm not special and my turn is coming. It never has been wrong yet. It's the only thing that's different is the amount of time it takes. When you see somebody do something to another person, then your turn is coming. How you meet that person and how they are, they're going to do the same thing. So if they treat people well and they're considerate, compassionate, then, you know, whatever you want around you, if you want drive, you want determination, whatever they are that attracts you to them, if you see that, then cool. But don't ever help someone at the expense of yourself because you're going to pay for it. Damn. That, that's, a, that's a truth bomb right there. Real talk, man. And I'm a firm believer in everything you just said, man. And I couldn't agree more because, you know, we, we as human beings, especially in our kind of riper state that we're in right now, yeah. right? Um, when I was younger, I feel like I was a lot more resilient to certain things like that. I'll be able to bounce back from a, taking an L, even if I kind of overcommitted myself, overextended myself. But now, especially because my vision is much more clear, my goals are bigger, I feel like I got to protect my energy because we got a finite amount of it. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and similar to what you said, price move, like you got big goals. You, you know what I'm saying? You got things that you're looking to really accomplish. And Absolutely. it's really going to be very difficult to do that if you're just lending your energy to the wrong type of other energy that's going to, you know what I'm saying? Extract too much of that or attack that energy. So I hear yeah. loud and clear, man. That's important. That's extremely important. Like that, I'll, I'll run by, there's certain principles that I go by. That's one of them. Don't ever help someone at the um, expense of yourself. That's, that's one of my things. And I've never used to practice that because I wanted to help everybody. Like you said, that same word, overextend myself. But you got to know when to fold them sometimes. You have to know what your limit is and you can't do things that are counterproductive because you won't, you won't make it, mm. you know, um, when we start, eh, I'll tell you now, first, when I, my first venture into this, like trying to get into the entertainment industry is, uh, I always, it was something I wanted to do since I was a child, really, but it didn't seem practical. I watched my parents work, 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 work. And to me, that was a result. So I got my work ethic from them. But as far as like, I went out there and doing it. I never did. My mother did tell me, like, when I was younger, like, yeah, do whatever you want. You follow your passion and you can do it. So I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, but um, it's it never seemed practical. Like, for me, it always seemed more practical to go for the day job. But then, you, you know, certain things happen, like, oh, wait, happening. Like, damn. You know, just certain times you're like, damn, my job could just go away. These guys could fire me at any point. You know, there goes pension. There goes 401k. There goes your money. Like, what are you going to do? Um, and I would rather have my destiny in my own hands versus someone else's ultimately, you know what I mean? So at this point, um, the job or jobs <laughs> that I do the nine to fives, right. They are more so plan B. My plan A is to, um, forge my own path because what I did what, when I started out right years ago, I got serious about it maybe in 2014, or semi-serious. I thought I was serious. I was serious about it. I had the passion and the drive and the determination, but didn't have the game. I, it took me a very long time to understand it because I didn't have any peers that were ahead of me that would pull my coat. I saw a couple of people make it, but when they do, you're like, you're gone. You know what I mean? Nobody's there to like put you on. And I never really asked for anybody to put me on. I never put myself out there like that. I have no problem grinding it and doing it the long way. But the first thing I did was I managed artists and producers. And because I had no desire 
to be in the limelight. I just wanted to do, you know, I, I really wanted to write. That's all I wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I was asked to manage a producer first. And I was like, because I was just, I learned to film because I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to learn how to do my own stories because I understood how the script game worked. And you could send yours in and it's going to go in a whole pile like this. And you're never going to, it's never going to see the light of day. Most of them don't even get seen at all or read, never. So you'd have to submit that script to everywhere a whole bunch of times. If you look at Squid Games, he got rejected for 10 years before that came out. Look how look how that hit. He got rejected for 10 years. Wow. I know that person wanted to kick himself who did that, but it's like, think about it. If that, that could have just not made it and it was worthy. So imagine if I'm just coming out, just starting up, you never know. So I was like, I'm just going to try to learn how to, do the other aspects of it. So I bought me, a, you know, a little computer, got some programs, got a camera and just started playing around with it just so I can kind of exhibit or showcase my talent as a writer. And then I was going around, I was filming like the producers and artists and they were like, oh yeah, this is good. Like you can do it. And then I made a couple of music videos that were uh, pretty deep and just the cinematography of it and the composition were my strong points. Cause that's kind of like still writing. You're just putting it together. You know what I mean? I was a little flaky on the filming aspect. I just now really, really got pretty good with the filming and lighting and you know what I mean? All of that. I've been, I've been, I've always been at least a decent editor though. Cause um, you know, it, it just came to me, you know what I mean? So with all of that, I, nothing really went well with that. That's why I came up with the series though, because I had managed a few artists and I said, Hey, we got enough manpower to do a movie it was some of their ideas you should come out we should just come out with a film because they would they would always watch like um you know like how new york used to do it with uh like paid in full and all of that you would see those type of movies so we were, they were thinking something on the lines of that but i'm like we don't have the resources right now we need more people than we did and then i got uh one of my homies uh sharpshooter he had to connect with his cousin to philly so we started out with jersey philly connection and then uh my brother he hit me up and said, hey, I got this guy in Virginia. He um, he he got a whole lot of people that's really, really down to do it. So we, we got to Virginia by like the third episode. Virginia was in the series. We all were doing that. Now, it's tough because you're managing a lot of personalities, a lot of personalities. Um, and there's no budget to pay people. I spent probably 50000 on that production between, you know, the 11 episodes, close to that, right? Um, but, um, it's like, none of it went to cast, but if you were an artist, I'll tell you this, if you were an artist and you had your music in there, which I gave everybody an opportunity for their music to be in every scene that they were in, if you had your joint, um, let's say you use TuneCore and it was licensed, you got paid. Some of the artists told me, Hey, we got paid. So you can, you could have gotten paid that way. Although I couldn't make a dime for it because I would have had to monetize it. Mm. Because YouTube started throwing ads on it. Once the views started going up, YouTube was throwing ads on it like crazy. So they were able to get paid. I couldn't get a dime because I would have had to submit it to them for monetization. And it was so crazy that I know they were going to re- not only reject it, but possibly take it down altogether. So I was like, <laughs> I, I don't want to take the chance at even trying to monetize it because it's just too... Some of the stuff we did, man, I don't know how many how much you were able to watch, but uh, some of those kill scenes are outrageous. We showed a lot. We showed a lot. So oh, man, it, yeah, it, it was it was it, raw, it, man. There was some in there. I was like, damn, I really feel how like they get this on YouTube. <laughs> I, I really feel like I was in the hood in Philly and Jersey, like in the yeah, 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 yeah. And like, well, shit. in certain instances, we were 
Some of those were live, you know, areas. Like we were really in with it. And, and you got to understand with that, um, you can't just go film there. You got to deal with the politics of that. You have to make Money, sure yep. you get with the big homies and you got to get the pass. You can't just go in there. You know what I mean? But fortunately, we had a, a real good network. And everybody was really cooperative. And one thing that I always did, I said, listen, if you got people that want to be extras in this joint, that's cool too. You know what I'm saying? So we all, we offered them that at least. So if they wanted to say, hey, look, I was in 95, you know, that was another thing too. I always said I'll offer something. You know what I'm saying? Even if we can't give you no dialogue, at least you can show your face. You don't have to have any acting skills towards that. And it's not going to take anything away from it. And it's only going to add to the authenticity of it. You know what I mean? So, and that was the main thing. It, it was pretty good on production. It got a lot better towards the end, but as far as authenticity, um, a lot of people felt that, like, damn, this is like, it, that, it had that grinch to it that would attract people. Some people just like films like that just because it's different. It, it wasn't as Hollywood. We did certain things that were Hollywood, but the whole thing wasn't Hollywood. It was more, like, real. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll say that you saying what you just said right now gave me an extra level of appreciation for it because I do understand that going into situations like that, like actual trap houses, actual places, oh, yeah. like, yo, that <laughs> not just anybody can go in there, especially with all the, you know, the filming equipment and all that stuff. Like, you know, you, you got to get a pass. So like, aside from everything else that you had to do with it, that was huge. Not just anybody. That's a whole other element, man. It's a whole yeah. other element. I took a lot of risks. Financial risk, uh, injury risks, <laughs> yeah. legal risks, yeah. like a, a, a lot of risks to uh, to make that happen. But yeah. I was hell bent on the idea of making something great. So, and I feel like we did. It gave us all a, a decent amount of uh, recognition. Our Instagram started going hard. We started getting a decent following behind it and everything else. So I was like, hey, man, and everybody has something to put. And it's still growing with subscribers, which is crazy. Like we didn't do it in years and it's still growing in subscribers. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, I almost want to drop something else, but it's it's a lot. I'm going to be working on film again. Um, I'm going to get back to that, but um, I'm going to do it on a more one, one hit and then be out. Not so where it's like films, you know what I'm saying? We'll do a movie style where we could, cause we could, we could shoot it over a long week and like a Thursday to a Monday or something like that. And then, all right, we're out of here. Now it's all in my hands. I do, I do the uh, post-production boom. You know what I'm saying? Cause people were really, really excited and hyped about it in the beginning, but you grow fatigue after a while and it's, it's tough dealing with that. And then we had active beefs with, um, you know, some members of the cast with other members of the cast couldn't work with each other anymore. So I had to write around that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's wow. crazy. Some things I had to make. Sometimes I had to make adjustments on the fly, and it's tough because I had the whole story planned out all the way down. There's a lot of elements that I had all the way down, like into episode ten, how it's going to end. Certain things I had to modify based on relationships that people had or didn't have with each other. So it's it got complicated, way more complicated than because I was doing every aspect of it. I had uh, my homeboy sharpshooter. He was doing a lot of the um, filming with me, right? Um, my homeboy, Joe Green Films, he was a dude who taught me. He started, he helped a little bit in the beginning, but um, as far as skill set, him and my homeboy, um, Brian, they, these are guys who, like, showed me the way as far as how to, like, film and all of that shit. Like, 
So I got with them. But um, as far as the series is concerned, me and Sharpshooter handled most of it. Uh, I was there to film every single scene. If you didn't see me on the camera, I was filming that bitch. Period. Um, I wrote I wrote the entire script. I edited a very good portion. Sharpshooter good with editing too, so he was there a lot. Um, and promotion, all of us kind of promoted it. So you know, I had to learn every aspect of it. And then I was on the camera too, which I didn't want to do, but we were so short-handed in the beginning that my crew was like, come on, man, we need every head we can get. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, all right, fuck it. <laughs> we'll do it then. Like, but it made it a little more complicated, but it was fun to get that part of it. And I had to actually work on another craft and, and try to get better and make sure my that is convincing and everything else. But I mean, we got through it, man, and it was it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. And kudos to you, man, for pushing through all the different obstacles you had to go through. Cause I can only imagine, you know, already having a plan in your head, let alone trying to execute that. And then, you know, you, you're reaching all sorts of different curveballs being thrown at you and you have to kind of adjust. The oh, yeah. And for you to do that and come out on the other end and, and, and executed your plan and, and achieve the success that you did independently, you know, start from, from wherever you started. That is dope. That is commendable, my man. I mean, now I'm curious from, from, you know, Everything you just said, man, and, and prior to us recording, I, I did say that I could tell you're a man that wears many hats. Um, so out of all the different things that you do in regards to this creative uh, outlets, all these different creative outlets that you kind of work through, what do you what would you say is your favorite? I kind of find myself in the, um, the podcast world mm. and I can tell you why um, it requires very few people very few people um and that's that's one of the main reasons but the the best reason for it is the way that i'm going about it now is um uh, bringing awareness to um uh, mental health and relationships those are two things that us as humans struggle with like crazy particularly now in this whole pandemic season and everything mental health it's, it's spiking crazy you know what i'm saying like if you were depressed, you're super depressed. If you had anxiety, you have super anxiety. This is only going to amplify any one of those type of situations that you had. So my whole goal and what I do, we have, we make light of certain things. We have fun, we joke, but it's a very serious matter. We present it in a way that people can consume. So you have to entertain them. But at the end of the day, we ask these questions. Why? How? You know what I mean? Because, um, even myself, I'm absolutely guilty of it. Uh, just say, oh man, that motherfucker's crazy. Or, you know what I mean? Just chuck it off as a, a personality flaw or something. But it's deeper than that. There's a reason why this person got to that point, mm -hmm. right? Um, you. So I ask these questions like, what was your childhood like? Was your father there? That's a big deal. People with this single mother stuff, man, it's crazy. You can't do it alone. If you look at 73% of the um, incarceration, people who are incarcerated, they're from single parents, mm -hmm. period. And most, most of it is, think about, think about that number. 73% are from single parent households. That's staggering when you think about it. So you, you take something like that into consideration. You take, um, or just how, just the everyday things, how people are dealing with, like um, the people who are depressed. Why are you depressed? What is it? What, what's up? I had to learn how to understand anxiety how to understand depression how to understand somebody who's dealing with uh being bipolar 
and and just develop a lot of patience. I, I actually know a lot of people who I deal with personally who have or, and continue to struggle with a lot of those issues. And, you know, I, I try to help as much as I can. I'm not a, a doctor by any means, but I can tell you, I have definitely walked a couple of people off of the bridge, you know what I'm saying? Figuratively. So, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes they may not listen to a doctor. Sometimes some people go to school, but then they just don't know how, they're not relatable. You know what I mean? So that's another, that's another situation. So if you, if you know somebody personally that might be struggling with that, you can help them. And my whole thing is to make the world or as much of the world that I can touch understand it. So that's why we bring these things up and we ask these questions so people can have an understanding of it. Because there's always a reason and people shouldn't just dismiss it or say like, yeah, fuck it, man, they crazy. I don't know. It's not everyone's problem, but how about if you look at the amount of people who are struggling with it, somebody you know is for sure somebody in your immediate family is some somebody you're in a relationship with is and if you have an understanding of it um maybe you'll be a little bit more patient with them mm. you know what i mean maybe you could help them and they can help you so that's that's my whole goal with that is to have fun with it and and get some results see what we can do for people and as i get more resources once this starts to pay me instead of me paying for it then I'm going to put my money where my mouth is as well. I'm, I'm going to want to um, take some of those resources and put it into helping people for real. But it's a lot of fun. We do do that. Um, <laughs> there are some episodes when I first started out in particular where I really, I went hard and I was badgering women or kind of scolding them and everything because sometimes female, that's another, that's a whole other topic. I went at it with some females um, to the point where a couple left. But um, I got a good one now who kind of gets me. <laughs> but yeah, but we went back and forth about the relationships and just how um, they just don't understand it and how there's a sense of entitlement that a lot of women, sometimes men, um, they just have because they don't really understand that they are searching for a man that's in the top 5% as far as what they want. They want somebody who's over six feet. They want somebody who's making six figures. And only 10% of men make over six figures and 14% of men are over six feet. They don't understand these things. And then when you put them together, it makes it an even lower percentage. You know what I'm saying? And then you want them to not have the personality of a parking meter at the same time. And then you want them to have the magic stick at the same time. You're talking about 0.000. Like at that point, when you start trying to put all of these factors in together and then you watch these rappers and these basketball players and all that, they don't represent nowhere near what you think they represent they are a they're minute you're not going to find them every day you're not going to see them but that's what's represented on tv and social media has only uh, magnified that like right now you would think that there's a lot of people who are rich because people who post always want to look like they're rich you would think that everybody's beautiful because everybody who posts puts a filter on or take or takes a half hour to get the right angle to make them look good so you know it's, it's, we're only, it's only making us become more superficial and it's, it's really taking away from reality because it's given us a false perception of what things are. Mm-hmm. So I try to bring reality to people, let them realize what you're really dealing with. And some of the qualities that you probably should be looking for that would offer you more enrichment and satisfaction, you're not, but you're looking for these superficial things mm-hmm. to please other people because it's a good look. Mm. you know what i mean 
Yeah, no, that's that's interesting, man, because I, I think you're absolutely right. In today's day and age with social media, man, it, it's most of it is a, a facade. You're everyone's presenting their best self. They're not necessarily showing mm-hmm. their flawed moments. You're seeing the absolutely not. Product. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's all crafted and curated to show to to glorify perfectionism. And I think highlight real. <laughs> you know, look, um, it's it's the way of the world at the moment, you know what I'm saying? But I think that's why your work, like what you're doing right now is important to do, man. It's just to, to bring people back to their true scope of how things really are. You know what I'm saying? Like I make mistakes. I'm sure anybody in this world has made a mistake. If there's somebody out there that has made a mistake, you know, let that person cast the first stone for real. Like, <laughs> but come on, I'm not going to find that. Ain't no, we, not gonna find ain't that. nobody walking this God's green earth perfect, man. And and but I I do think that that doesn't mean that you can't strive to make progress and become a better person and, and choose to walk that path of just becoming a better person. And it's so interesting to go back to what you were talking about with your you know like your message in your podcast of how you're you're doing it and you're having fun and but you want to be relatable and and you you mentioned something along the lines of. Sometimes people were not going to listen to a doctor. And I think that's absolutely true. And by no means, it's so, it's so crazy that you said that because I relate to that so much with the work that I'm choosing to do as well, because I'm not a doctor. I don't have a PhD, none of that stuff. Um, I'm just a, you know, I'm an average guy that's just choosing to try to do, try to be better and do better and help make the world a better place in, in my own way of doing so. But I also feel like we all have a unique language, uh, that only certain people can understand you know what i'm saying yeah yeah like like your 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 specific energy once you put it out there and somebody grasps wind of that stuff like it could really be a game changer for them like you know because we may not always be able to relate to some of the people that we we even see on tv because they're just so far out there and then people are so you know in the weeds so i think it's it's uh it's important to hear real voices too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what I, what I, what I will say is that in many cases, right. And I would dare to say most cases, a lot of people who are able to become doctors, there are some people who work for it. Right. But a lot of times that's in your lineage, man. And, and some of these people might be a lot more privileged than your average person. Right. Um, Again, there are some people who definitely work towards it and get theirs understood. But that's not the overwhelming majority. You know, a lot of people who get into these great schools and become doctors and, and and graduate from Harvard and Yale and everything else, they're pretty privileged. And they're not going to be as relatable, man, because part of it is they're not going to have that perspective. You know what I'm saying? They will not have that perspective. There's certain things that I've experienced on my own that... I can offer perspective. I'm from the hood. I've been, I've been around all different kinds. I've been to third world countries. You know what I'm saying? Where what we conceive as uh, poverty is just not, it's not, it's not, it's not poverty. This is not poverty. You know what I'm saying? There are some people who are really, 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 really feeling it. But when I say there are places where there are no homeless shelters, there are no food banks, none of that. You know what I'm saying? There are no Turkey drives. So, that's what I'm saying where this is kind of poverty, but not nearly what it is. If you, if you went to a third, third world country, it's for real. You know what I'm saying? Like no shoes, like 
You know what I'm saying? Where you could see the bones in people. And, and you know, we watch we watch people that are homeless in the street, but they usually pretty, they're not eating great. But you never see them with the bones out, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what y'all got in the West Coast out there, but we don't see them with the bones out, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different level of poverty. So, you know, and some things you just have to see, some things you just have to experience. You have to be around. And I don't mind doing any of that. And I don't, it's not very much I fear. I've been in a lot of situations that I could have not made it out of. And it is what it is. Um, yeah. But it's, it's all part of, it's all part of my life, man. And I'll be able to share that experience with you. And I'll be able to relate to somebody else who maybe had come from that. And that's, that's part of my work. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I want to do. It's a, and that, the reason why I say I like this so much is because it's the most fulfilling because I feel like I can actually help people, not only just the people who I might be talking to, because it's my biggest thing that I like to do is offer enrichment. I might not be able to give you no bread, but I'm gonna offer you some enrichment. I'm gonna give you some game. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna show you how to do this, how to get that, how to get your credit score right, how to how to do well with the ladies, how to do um, how to learn a skill, teach you how to uh, drive a stick shit, like whatever it is that I can show you, edit, camera, whatever. I'm going to say, I'm trying to offer you some enrichment here. Let's get it. I'm going to try to give you a skill that you could run with. See what you're good at. I think you might like this. And then throw it at you, show you the ropes, and then let you fly. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what I like to do is offer some enrichment. And I mean, it's fulfilling and also helping the people to understand because they might have somebody in their family that they might be like, damn, this person did the same type of shit. I really just shrugged them off though, but I didn't even think it was that deep. And then when you hear some of their stories and you hear how they were abused from three years old, six years old, uh, and shit like that, and you're like, damn, they weren't even given a fair shake of life. They started out in the hole. You know what I mean? Their deck of cards, it was fucked up. So it's like, when you start to understand these type of factors, you can see how somebody can have an outcome and they're not just all lazy bastards or just, you know what I mean? Like degenerates. It's sometimes people are dealt with certain things dealt certain hands and they have to deal with certain things and and that's what they would come up with and um it's important not to pass judgment on people Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying at all so hopefully they can see that yeah that part right there is important man and it's 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 interesting you said that right there because it's something i've been learning more and more recently you know Mm -hmm. going back to what we were just talking about earlier like like whoever hasn't made a mistake let them cast the first stone it's like you know absolutely we 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 you know, i'm guilty of it too for for a good portion of my life i was judging you know it's kind of in our dna or or in our in our makeup of of who we are in in our society out here and you know through tv we judging we criticizing people and and all that stuff and we we tend to disrespect humanity by doing that man and not being able to see where people are coming from and people don't get the fair chance and it's it's a shame man and I, I i will say that for myself man as i've started to practice this non-judgmental attitude it's made me happier too man you know what i'm saying yeah. like I, i've actually i'm like man like it you might feel good in the moment for for kind of like making fun of somebody and having that little brief moment of joy or i don't even think it's joy i just think it's some sort of ego thing where you think you better than yeah, yeah, yeah. In that moment yeah. But I, when you're genuinely like compassionate, caring, and understanding towards people, and you're not, you're 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 looking at it from a non-judgmental perspective, you 
so much happiness increases in your life. I, at least I know this for myself. Do you feel that same well, way? Yeah, but, well, that's a, um, that's negative energy. So, yeah, you you're not gonna um, you'll get a temporary fix. It's almost like drinking. You're gonna get your hangover. You know what I mean? You're cool during the time, but then afterwards, you're like, that. Yeah, it's not fulfilling. You know what I'm saying? You can't like most people are not gonna feel good about doing that to somebody later. You know what I mean? As a human being, you shouldn't. I mean, I, there are some people who are pretty sadistic, but uh, most of us are not to that point where we feel good about it. A lot of people do it because sometimes they feel like um, it's easier to put somebody down than it is to lift somebody up. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. We have our fair share of like roasting and shit like that. I, I definitely do that. Right. But, you know, it's going to be because you, you really put something on the day that you thought was fly and no, your shit is corny, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do that. Not because you can't afford it, because you might work the same job I do. But yeah, that was a horrible selection. You need to get your game up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that. We do that type of shit. I'm not going to. I'm not yeah, going to. Um, right? There's no malice. Yeah, yeah. That's different. Yeah, no, that's that's different. But at the same time, I don't do that to people who are not going to go back and forth with me. If you just sit right. there and you're like, nah, then I'm going I'm, I'm to fall back. You know right. what I mean? I might even apologize because I, I don't, you know, I, it's not, when I do it, it's not like, predatorial it's just to like you know what i mean have fun but if you start it i don't know what's gonna happen to you like if you start <laughs> until <I'm> started <laughs> supreme shit <laughs> no we used to do that for like a good we would take the whole lunch we would probably eat for 10 minutes and we had a 40 minute lunch period eat for 10 minutes and then just roast for like the rest of the 30 and i sometimes i had to go against three people so Damn. I, I got my weight up. I got my weight up doing hey, you know what, man? What I what I think that could do for you just and that, look, I got friends like that. We 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 cap on each other, we we clown, you know, we roast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it but it's I think when you got relationships like that, it's based out of love because it's but it's a different type of love. Again, there's no malice, there's no ill will in it. And I think it's beneficial if you have the the right kind of mindset, right? Like if, if we're on the same page doing it, I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's iron sharpening and iron and because it's like yo like you need you no no joke you need thick skin to live in this life man the, the world ain't always yeah, absolutely easy, man. i mean look it, it's gonna be some rough things that you're gonna face when you go out there into this world that's just that's mm-hmm. just life. and once you accept that and you kind of develop the character and the strength needs to kind of get past that you, you i mean you're gonna realize you're capable of some pretty incredible things man so um some people may not like this but i'm i'm gonna say i think bullying builds character Mm. um it it, it, it'll help you to deal with adversity at a very early level to me that's what i think and of course not to the extreme i don't think it should be to the point where um it's extreme violence but i mean sometimes you might have to learn how to fight there might be certain situations as a man you just have to defend yourself i don't i'm not saying people should bully but hey listen it for me i i dealt with that when i was younger and it helped me to deal with adversity you know what i'm saying and at an early age i didn't know what the hell to do at the time but eventually i got it when it kept happening you know what i'm saying you got i learned how to fight and then the bullying stopped or like i learned how to roast and then the bullying stopped because nobody, what you realize is that once people realize you can defend yourself, 
they kind of fall back because bullies don't really want a fair fight. You know what I'm saying? There's very few bullies who, who are secure enough to want a legit fight. They're insecure most of the time. So what they want is somebody who's not going to defend themselves so they can feel more powerful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They prey off of that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from and saying something like that for sure because, you know, the the hard times that you go through, depending on how you approach it and come out on the other side, it can really create, you know, stronger character. Um, now, I think the reason why you said people probably won't like it is because we do live in a world now where um, it is it, it is a hot, whole lot more hypersensitive, and I'm aware of that too. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm sensitive to that too, but I think that it became that way because look, there are people that really they don't have it in them to defend themselves, or at least they haven't realized that potential to defend themselves just yet. So those are the people that need like the voices to help them to, you know, yeah, voices like absolutely. you and I to, to kind of uplift them, right. To kind of let them know like, yo, okay, this dude's bullying you. What are you going to do about it? You could, you could sit there and take it and continue to play the victim <laughs> or you could do what you did. Learn how to fight, learn how to roast, learn how to get, however you choose. Stand to up for it. yourself. Cause there's always going to be some type of bullying. Right. But there are some people too, just like you were saying, right. That, start life off already at a deficit and those are the people i feel like that don't have those voices just yet or they they don't have that inner courage just yet because they're already in the red so yeah you know what i'm saying so I, I i hear what you're saying with the bully stuff for sure and 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 i i tend to agree that it actually does it can build character but not all forms not all cases in my in my opinion no absolutely there are not. some no, especially with mental health bro like we, we've been talking about if you are just in a bad space mentally and somebody comes and just is just constantly attacking you and you don't know how to oh, do yeah, it. Oh yeah, then you're going to just get one of those. down and it's man. Yeah. It's 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 crazy, man, but I'm And so we see happy. we've seen a, we've seen a lot of that. We've seen a lot of that with the schools uh-huh. and everything. We've seen a lot of those instances where you know, it gets really ugly because some people and I feel like you know what? I feel like that's because they never learn how to deal with it for whatever reason. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of times parents just don't address it or parents don't make the children comfortable enough for them to come to them and tell them, you know, that type of thing. And, you know, they didn't know how to deal with it. So they figured, all right, well, in the Grand Theft Auto age, you learn how to deal with stuff. And a lot of people learn their stuff from video games. And it is what it is. And I can't blame them solely because there are other games that definitely do that type of thing. But I feel like it does desensitize you a little bit. I'm gonna give you a quick story real quick about that. Yeah. I play grand I don't play video games anymore. I haven't played in a couple of years because it takes away from your productivity so badly. I don't even have an updated system, to be honest. Um, but um I was playing GTA for a few days, right? And you know, you just drive, you do what the fuck you want to do in there. You ain't worried about no traffic signals or any type of law, you disregard every single form of law and are rewarded for it. You get an adrenaline rush. So, you know, a lot of times when I drive, I just on autopilot. And, you know, I think I ate like two lights, bro. Inadvertently. Like just because I was into the Grand Theft Auto so much that, wow. 
you know, there's no consequence. So I'm, you know, I'm in real life and I'm just, you know, I'm running like, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, man? Like, yeah. yo, I'm over here running lights in real life. All right, fuck GTA for now, man. Like, so <laughs> that won't be the only instance. You know, all the other things that you can do in GTA. So yeah. I feel like if that can happen to me in that way, I'm sure that it can desensitize you to the point where you take some of those things into real life and you feel like it's okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mine was subconsciously, but I can see it happen consciously too. I could, I could see that too, man. And it's, it's a, it, that's very dangerous because you imagine like there's, there's little kids playing that where their brains aren't even fully developed yet or even close to being fully developed yet. And they, for them to kind of see that and, and it looks so real now too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, I could see, I could totally see how that could happen, man. And uh, you know, that's the culture of our society too, man. And not, I don't want to put too much onus on the, on our society for, making us who we are you know things like that but it's it's the reality though man like even in movies yeah, for like the longest time out here violence you know what i'm saying uh all sorts of crazy sex sales all this stuff man that you know that that really gets high priority and like you said kind of gets rewarded because you know the attention that's that it's getting you know it, it generates income and you know i i'm by all means i am firmly a supporter of our capitalistic society i don't think there's nothing wrong yep. with a capitalistic society at all i believe that you know especially in our in america out here we have free will to to really create and do what we want to do you know given uh given our intentions and everything like that but at the same time there are parts of capitalism that kind of or not necessarily of capitalism but that are birthed from capitalism that really has affected our society in some some pretty negative ways and but um i don't want to talk too much about that just because i feel like me the stuff that i consume a whole lot more and i can tell you're the type of guy too man that you're very mindful of trying to protect your energy i can sense that man like you you know what i'm saying because i'm I'm very much the same way i used to play yeah you kind of have you have you have to yeah yeah it goes back (laughs) you got to protect your energy right i don't watch the news i don't do none of that stuff man i'm really in my own lane bro and in terms of really trying to elevate myself, trying to give myself new skills, keep my mind sharp, keep my body sharp, yep. you know saying? stay strong, all that stuff. And I think that going back to what you're saying on an astrological level and on like a spiritual level, I really believe that we have been for some time now in the midst of this huge shift, you know, that's trying to move us in a, in a completely different direction. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you sense that or if you... If oh, that, definitely. That's that's definitely what I was saying. Um, and um, my co-host, by the way, um, Layla Gray, she's actually um, into that. She's a certified uh, priestess. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but she does like, you know, work and everything. Light work, not wow. dark work, but light work and stuff. So she she's very much into that. She gave me a little bit of insight of um, what was happening for this year. Because sometimes I'll concern with her like, hey, what the hell does this mean or whatever? Cause she's been studying it for years. Like she actually, you know, was able, is able to monetize her skills. She's, she's that good. So she does her readings and all that stuff too. So, um, yeah, so she's, she told me, she was like, yeah, this is, um, a lot is happening, uh, beginning of this year, the number, just with the numbers is one thing, um, the way the planets are aligned and it's a lot going on. So, it's some things for some people it's going to be really good for some people 
not so good, unfortunately. But um, so far, it really looks like think the trajectory of my life path has uh, changed a bit. You know what I mean? Like, but it's only up and up. So far, so good. Um, and not just by itself. I'm definitely putting forth more effort than I have, and and just doing as much as I can, trying to squeeze in gym time, um, you know, taking care of my body, reducing the amount of sugar I intake, just to everything, man, just to, I need, I need tenacity, I need focus, I need drive, so anything that would hinder that needs to be deleted, and anything that would aid that needs to be <laughs> increased. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that ties I'm into, gonna... I think, the, one of the tweets I've seen that you posted, man. I think it was probably the same one where uh, you were talking about you um, you didn't drink, the, you know, for New Year's Eve and stuff like that. I think it was tied into oh, yeah. just because your goal, your goals and your vision has become much larger in, along order with that. To, yeah. in order to, to bring to manifest that. Right. Like you you it, it's going to require you to be somebody completely and totally different. Yep. To level up. And, so, and it's um, what do you do for yourself, man? As far as as far as like self-care and stuff like that, man, in order to kind of maintain that energetic level that that you feel like you need to bring about the, the vision that you have. All right, well, Virgos are known to be like perfectionists. And I've actually looked into like everything. There's the Chinese sign, and then there's some other zodiac sign where I know I'm like a knife combined with the uh, Virgo, and then there's like the goat, and you know what I mean. All these things, and when you there, there's there was like a, a a thing that put them all together and pretty much read me like exactly what type of character I'm. So perfectionist is one of them. We can never be perfect, but I'm on an endless pursuit of perfection. So, you know what I'm saying? So just even my morning regimen, man. I get up, um, try to consume a few calories, make sure I'm hydrated, do my 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C, my zinc, my multivitamins, some, maybe some iris sea moss, um, and just get my mind right. You know what I mean? Give myself enough time to make sure I'm good. Always start fresh. That shower at night shit don't work for me. I need a fresh start. Same. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never, ever do. Yo, there's certain, certain days I'll do three showers, man. And Same. Listen, I, <laughs> I say 10. <laughs> I take time, bro. I Something take about time. that water's rejuvenating, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, it can be. So, I mean, I take time with everything, man. Like, I'm not one of the dudes who will run out of the house without lotion. None of that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I pay attention to detail, down to fingernails, make sure those are groomed and cut. Like, you know, hair, I take time with everything, bro. Skincare, all of that stuff. Uh, by the way, um, we actually do a... Um, an oil, me and my homegirl, um, Miss Lady C, it's called Claudine Paris Organics, and it's like a beard oil. I never had a beard. If you notice, if you look down the history, I didn't have one. I mean, all of a sudden, yeah, I, I saw a 95 series. You didn't <laughs> have a beard before. No, I didn't have that, but we um, decided to, it's it's hair and beard. So some people who have like light spots and stuff in their head or like couldn't grow any type of beard or whatever, like I was, if you look at my, I had a picture on there where it was like really light and then it started filling in and everything. So if people have spots or they want their beard to go higher because it won't grow high, it won't grow good up here, but it will grow lower. You can do all of that shit. This, this stuff you put on, it, um, it fills it up. So that was one of the things that we're doing too. We're, we're selling that 
Um, but just just take care of yourself, man. That that's like that's the key. I try to hit the gym. I don't have as much time as I used to. I was going really hard, but then I picked up this um moonlighting job I'm doing <laughs> for more bread. You know what I mean? Because I need capital. Because I even do I I play with the stocks a little bit. Not like I want to because I don't have the capital, but I've I've actually had some that I put in that went six times over. And I'm like, damn, if I would have had some real bread in there, bro. Like if I would have had some real bread in there, I'm talking about like, damn, in like two weeks, that shit went six times over. Imagine if I put some damn bread in there. Like I didn't put but so much because I didn't have the capital. So mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I gotta get some more bread. So that's why I was like, all right, I'm gonna just sleep less, man. So I'm down to like three hours. That's the only thing that I wish I could do more. However, your body from what I learned and studied, it doesn't need eight hours. It needs restfulness. So you can do three hours of sleep, but you can't stress all day. You know what I mean? You can't, your your mind has to be at rest. And your body sometimes, like how I'm sitting there right now, this is kind of restless, so I'm going to be cool. It just needs restfulness. So, but I'm usually productive during that. So I'll do things that um, can be productive, but won't take up a lot of my energy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm not going to be ripping and running all day, like doing everything physical. Some things some, you cannot avoid. But when I can avoid it, I'll do something. But I can't be productive while I sleep. So that's why I sleep less because 24 hours in a day is not enough, man. Bills come fast as hell um, and time is going. And you got to understand, I'm 42. So it's like I'm going against people who are coming out of college with the skill set and they live with their parents. They don't have to worry about a mortgage. They don't have to worry about a family. They don't have to worry about children. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't have to worry about a wife or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They, and, they, and they're out there, man. And that's my competition. So I have to work so much harder than they are to be on par and even harder to surpass it. You know what I'm saying? So it's no time for me to rest. How can I, if I'm already doing two jobs and this person could do this shit 24 seven, if they want mm-hmm. to, with a degree behind it and no worries, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to consider that what your competition is. And I doubt if anybody's, there are some people who are going to be like that, but you know, that's your competition. So you, you have to be conscious of that. And if I'm going against that type of shit, then I need to go as hard as I possibly can without killing myself. Mm. Mm. And it sounds to me like you rise into every single challenge, man. I mean, you know, and I think it takes a high level of self-awareness to understand that you're, you're the type of person that can run off for three hours of sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be real with you. I can't run off for three hours of sleep. It's not easy, bro. It takes Hell training. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy, bro. I, it's, 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 it is conditioning, but willpower. You'd be surprised what you could do if you really feel like it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine all right, let me, I, I'm going to put it into terms like this. This, this. this will resonate with most people, I feel. Have you ever um, been so excited to do something one day that you couldn't sleep? Mm-hmm. Even if you were like a kid or something, you probably would sleep like crazy, but then you knew you were going to um, Six Flags or, or you know, Disney or, or whatever, and you just didn't sleep. night before Christmas and, or something like that, yeah. Yeah, and you woke up and you still weren't tired the whole day right? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to be productive every day. Mm-hmm. And just that determination and me just anticipating what I can accomplish that day, it gives me the excitement to not be tired. Damn. 
That's powerful right there. And I want to drill into that before we go into anything else, man, because I feel like I've been learning a lot about that for myself. Like there has to be a strong enough reason for you to get up in the morning and do the things that you do, because if it's not strong enough, you know, you're going to make every excuse in the, you know, in the book to, to not do what you're intended to do. So I'm curious for you, like, first of all, what is your reason? What is your why behind what you do? And how do you cultivate that, man? How do you, how do you like keep that at the forefront of everything that you do? Well, my biggest fear is to, uh, I mean, I don't even know if I want to describe it as fear, but that's what I want to avoid the most is failure. And I realize the amount of tenacity that it's going to take for me to make it. It's it's a bit of desperation. It's a bit of determination. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of, uh, and, and, and don't say, don't get me wrong. I could live the simple life and just go ahead, run it out, get my pension and retire and all that. But why? You know what I mean? My parents were immigrants, right, from Guyana. They came here um, for a better life. If I don't do better than they did, then... I'm a failure. And if my children don't do better than me, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to do better. If Why wouldn't I want to maximize my potential? Why wouldn't I want to maximize my potential? Wow. The simple life is not, if you know that there's more available to you and you can get it, why wouldn't you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, you, ha- I can't, I, listen, I'm the type of dude, I will never leave money on the table. You know what I mean? I'm going to go get it if I can, because I, why not? Why wouldn't you want more resources? It determines everything. And money is not everything, but almost. And I'm going to tell you why. It's going to determine the schools that your children go to. How important is that? Is vegan food or healthy food in general is very expensive. It's going to determine what you eat. It's going to determine your health care. It's going to determine how reliable your car is. It's going to determine how comfortable your home is. How is this shit not almost everything? There's nearly... People may say they don't really need these things, but why would you not want your kid, your children to have the best? Why would you not want to be able to send them to karate school or give them a craft or have a college fund for them? Why would you not want that for them? Why would you not want to make sure that your wife is good, that your wife can relax or maybe not even have to work and spend more time with the children? Why would you not want that? You know what I mean? And these are all the things that resources can give you need you need money to do that man this is a capitalist society if you have money you're winning if you don't you're going to struggle you're going to suffer and everything that i just mentioned to me is vital those are essentials to me they're very important it's very important for family to be taken care of Mm -hmm. it's very important for you to be able to consume the proper foods you know what i'm saying and the more money you have the better you can eat Mm -hmm. period and your body what you eat is going to determine a lot about it's going to determine how long you live. It's going to determine how you look, how you feel, mm-hmm. and you can take it all the way to eating junk. When you think about it, if I listen, I can get full as hell from McDonald's for like three dollars, right? I can go buy three cheeseburgers. I'm not gonna be full as hell, but the average person would be full as hell, right? Three, you can go get three cheeseburgers, and for three, about three bucks, maybe a little more, but not much more, right? Ninety nine cent menu, boom, three cheeseburgers, you're full, but. What's that going to do to your tummy, man? What's that going to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what's that going to do to your body? How If you eat that every day, what's that going to be like? 
Now, if you go to Salad Works, why do you want $14 for a salad, man? What's up with that? Mm. What are we doing? Like, you, by the time you get a salad in the fridge, or you go, $14. Damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for a salad, man. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, but this is where we live. This is how it is. And you got the government who is going to say, okay, we're going to enforce this crazy tax on soda to make it cost more. But how about you just lower or subsidize healthy food instead? Hmm. I tend to agree with that, man. And it's so interesting. I I have had this discussion so many times, Trev, where, you know, like I'm, I'm so observant of what's prioritized in today's day and age or just like throughout my life really man what you what you highlighted right there in terms of the prices of mcdonald's food genetically modified food versus a salad that is way healthier for you that's going to increase the longevity of your life make you feel better it's going to present all these benefits for you it's and, and then not only that you're getting bombarded constantly on tv by commercials and you know you're getting these heavy influencers that are just just feeding you not only you know through your belly but also through your mind and what you see so it's like imprinted and it's just like man i gotta go get me a, a cheeseburger and then you know it's like man, absolutely it, it's crazy so and these guys these guys think about it you'll see people advertise liquor you'll see people say oh i'm gonna go ahead and collab with popeyes or Oh, I'm going to collab with McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But healthy food, name a healthy food franchise. Besides, and Salad Works is like semi-healthy because that's not, that's better, but not like, name a healthy food franchise is big. Name one. Man, I mean, look, I'm out here in Cali, so we got a lot, but um, not not like uh, on a national. Any franchise? Uh, nah. No, okay. You see where we at with this? You see where we at with this? You see any celebrities endorsing it or coming up with collabs with them? Sure. I didn't want to name sure. names and throw anybody under the bus, but yeah. I know who's doing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Those those places that I mentioned, you know who's doing those places. And it's like, come on, man. What are y'all promoting? What are y'all trying to do? What are we trying to do? And, and Trev, man, you know, to that point is exactly why I one of one of the principles I live by or or, or a quote that I kind of live by is by Mahatma Gandhi, man, is be the change that you wish to see in the world. I totally do my very best to, you know, make healthy decisions and choices and things like that. Hell, I got a kombucha right here that I'm sipping on, man. Uh, no. But it's, it's, uh, it's, I mean, look, I'm not trying to make no excuses, but it's hard as shit out here now. It is hard. It, it, it where, is I'm hard. At, where I'm at right now, I got McDonald's on both sides of me. There's an In-N-Out. It's a it's a Krispy Kreme. It's a Jack in the Box. Mm. It's a Taco Bell. It's a Wendy's. Fast food. Mm-hmm. Hell of shit. But and it, it's. So I'm gonna tell you though. Uh huh. Everything in your life is about balance, right? So you can eat like that probably twice a day. Um, my wife is ridiculous with the uh, the healthy food. She makes sure we get a balanced meal. We got dark greens always included. Oh. Um, not 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 crazy starch. Um, if it's meat, if we, we we stop with the ground beef, we do ground turkey instead. Baby steps, you know what I'm saying? But it's usually uh, rather healthy. We don't use a lot of salt ever. I don't even use table salt. Once in a while, I sprinkle a little adobo. I more so get into a uh, natural sweet, like honey. You know, organic honey and like um, 
spices. Spices are good for you. Spices will help you expel um, pollutants. You know what I'm saying? So, and toxins. So that is is a lot better than trying to just salt your shit up and everything. You know what I mean? So all those things surround you. Just look at that. And then what type of healthy choices do you have? So you sometimes you can't, you can't help but to do that. And I definitely do that. I'm a foodie guy. I used to eat, I was up to, um, listen to this, 15,000 calories a day. 15,000 calories a day. Damn. You know what type of eating that is? I was hitting the buffet almost every day. That's, that's what type of shit it was. I chilled out. I wasn't fat or nothing. I was the same size. Like, but it didn't matter. Like, <laughs> I would just eat like that. But I, I really, really chilled out with that. I still have my little binges once in a while, Thanksgiving, shit like that. But I don't I don't go hard like that anymore. It's expensive as hell, mainly why I stopped to keep a G. But it's absolutely unhealthy. So, you know, I calm down a lot where that's concerned. I try to eat more healthy just because, just for longevity purposes. It hasn't caught up to me. If I still get, you know, 120 over 80 blood pressure, my cholesterol levels cool my weight is in um my bmi is ideal you know what i mean all of that stuff is cool mm-hmm. but i want to keep it that way so i don't have to struggle i don't want to wait for it to catch me and then I'm like oh i gotta fix this you know what i'm saying i want to stay on par and mm-hmm. already been in practice with those habits and shit before before it catches up to me yeah well well i, I really like what you said man in terms of life is balanced you know what i mean because i think you're absolutely right i very much subscribe to that and it's um, it is I, for me, like you gotta allow yourself the experience of of being able to indulge every so often and and just kind of reward yourself. But I think that that is exactly it for me. I'm like, yo, okay, every so often I'm gonna go get me a In and Out burger. I'm gonna go get me a whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just so, but but I gotta earn it. Like I gotta know that I gotta be able to look myself in the mirror that day and be like, okay, you went to the gym. You did this, you did that. You you crossed out a lot of boxes that day. You were super productive. Go reward yourself with some. You know what I'm saying? Allow yourself to- Oh, you could definitely get it off. You could definitely get it off because, you know, it all depends on what, how you, what your body's going to do with it. Some people's metabolism is different. Some people's way of expelling, you know, the, <laughs> all those nasty chemicals differently. So you have to understand what your body's going to do. You know what I'm saying? And if you're exercising, it's a lot easier. If you drink hella water, Drink a lot of water too. Drink yeah. a lot of water. If you drink a lot of water, you'll be cool. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, listen, them spices, don't sleep on them spices, bro. <laughs> they help you get rid of a lot of shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Hey, man, Trev, bro. I, I, I've i really been enjoying this conversation with you, my G. And uh, I definitely would like to have plenty more along, you know, down the line, man. And definitely keep up with your progress, man. But I don't want to take up too much of your time. Because I know that you no, are a man that wears many hats. You're busy. you <laughs> I don't want to take you get, I'm going to be getting it in. Yeah, I know you are. And I, and I appreciate you lending your time, lending your wisdom, lending your knowledge, lending your energy, man, and your spirit to be here on the Bless Beyond Measure podcast and share that with the audience and, and give me a chance to get to know you. I've learned a lot today cool, cool. And, and having this conversation. And, uh, you know, I want to give you the opportunity before we get on out of here to speak on anything you, you feel like we've you know, might not have covered. And again, we'll be able to, I feel like we'll be able to do this again at some point down the line, but you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely keep, I'll definitely keep, keep, keep your contact for sure. Man, and feel man. free to reach out at any point, man, for whatever. It's cool. I appreciate cool. that, man. So before we get up sure. out of here, man, is you, is there something you want to kind of leave us with? Another, another extra little gem? 
Um, yeah, definitely something. Um, I'm gonna just let me see what I, what I might have missed. So, I mean, you got you got my whole you got my whole story down that 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 worked. I'm thinking like. I'll just give a little bit of um, a game. I like giving up game because, like I said, offering enrichment is is very important to me. So I'm just going to recap a little bit of what I was saying earlier. Um, I'm starting to see a lot more success now that I um, I kept what was good and released what was bad. You know what I'm saying? So things that are not working for you um, – don't keep them around. Pay attention to the signs for real. It's, 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 it's nothing like intuition. When, when you get a bad feeling about something or you see something bad about any particular individual, then, you know, definitely do not, uh, do not keep them around because it's only going to hurt you in the long run, no matter what. There are some times where it's going to happen in two weeks. It might take two years. It might take two decades. But, um, yeah, and sometimes you just can't work through certain issues, man. And never, ever be so ignorant or arrogant as to where you feel like your light is so brilliant that you can illuminate another. Mm. Mm. But, um, yeah, so and, and definitely um, just try to stay as positive and as determined as possible. Um, another thing that I always say is um, learn to be a hybrid. I'm fueled by love and hate. So either one, either one is going to motivate me. So if you want to stop me, just shut up. <laughs> either, <laughs> either one. And that probably still won't work. So, you know, um, just make sure that there's nothing that can get in your way. You have to be hell bent on the idea and never, ever feel like you can't do it because you can do it. You know what I'm saying? I've definitely, um, I'm, I'm definitely appreciative of the success that i did have but like i said i'm starting over my my channel right now is extremely humble it normally takes about two years for um a youtube channel to grow we had i had one where i did with people that grew like crazy and it had hella views last that last that season finale had 1.5 million views by itself it was to the point where we getting stopped in the street because they were recognizing oh shit that's a good feeling that type shit but now i started all over um it's just my face on it now but um, I do I, I, right now. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm forging my own path, mm -hmm. and I have a lot more control, individual control over my destiny. So that's what. And it's not about being selfish, but at some point, self-preservation must kick in. If you tried everything else, and I put everybody in the forefront, and I was failed time, time again, time and time again, I was failed, unfortunately. But you know. It's not it's no hard feelings to none of that. It's just, you know, lessons learned. If I would, I probably wouldn't be to this point. And not to say that everything was all bad, but ultimately it's going to be good now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and I, anybody whose path I did cross, I definitely wish them well. I hope they are also able to have individual success. But um, I'm definitely going to get mine, man. That is what it is. <laughs> awesome, man. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 I think I can leave you with that. But yeah, definitely appreciate you for um for reaching out, having me on here. You know what I mean? Good luck and check back with me in probably six months. You know, I might be in a different situation. <laughs> definitely a year. Definitely but. will. I feel like you definitely will, man. Not Mike. You you definitely will. <laughs>
the amount of work Appreciate you, you. The, the mindset that you have, you know what I'm saying? The energy that you're putting out, the universe is, it rewards that, man. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trev, I, I, I firmly appreciate you being here, lending your time, man. I'm rooting for you, man. Oh. Um, I got the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast family rooting for you too, man. Sending y'all some good energy. Cool, 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 cool. And just uh, keep going and keep growing, my G. How, how can everybody reach you, man? That's I just was going to ask you. Um, all right. On all social media, whether it be TikTok, I'm on TikTok, Snapchat, um, Discord, uh, Facebook. Um, did I say Instagram? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So pretty much Twitter, everything is all. Trev Smooth is T-R-E-V underscore Smooth. If you're looking for me, I normally just go by Smooth. I'm uh, slowly taking away the Trev out of it. It's going to be just smooth, keep it, keep it more simple for everybody. And that's really like a name that I just kind of um, was given by two different sets of people that didn't know each other. So I'm like, all right, I guess that must be what it is or whatever. Um, but all right, so that that's how they can find me. And definitely check out, I have a, a podcast. That's the one thing I'm working on right now. It's called Chew the Fact with Smooth, S-M-O-O-V-E. And that'll be as soon as you put that in. Um, hopefully, before you finish typing all that in, it'll pop up and you'll see my face, you know, handsome or ugly, whatever you say. <laughs> it's on there. You'll see me in a suit. That's the thought. That's the um, the little avatar. And then, you know, hopefully, you find something that's interesting, compelling, and hopefully educational, informative, and entertaining. We'll see. I um, there we go. That, Appreciate you for having me though. Once again, man, definitely. Thanks for taking the time hey. out to check me out. Of course, Trev. Hey, man, I appreciate you again for being here, man. The, the knowledge that you dropped, the wisdom that you shared was very valuable. I feel like anybody that catches wind of this conversation, um, it, it can move them in a better direction. You know what I'm saying? There's something for everybody in this conversation. So um, I, I thank you for being here. Thank you for lending your time. And before we get on out of here, I, as we do at the end of every episode, it's my blessed beyond measure family. Thank y'all for showing up and showing out. And uh, you know, stay up and stay blessed. Peace, y'all. All right, man. Easy. <laughs>